With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Well, it is the 1st of December, it's the start of summer, but uh, before Christmas there is a treat, of course, for motor racing fans, and that is uh, Bathurst, which is uh, just around the corner, the great race. Uh, no one better to talk about it uh, than SENZ's uh, host of Race Control on Thursday nights. Four-time winner in his own right. Uh, just an outstanding uh, driver and uh, personality too. So uh, Greg Murphy, of course, joins us this morning. Murphy, before we get on to Bathurst, uh, sad news during the week with the passing of uh, Sir Frank Williams. Uh, Frank Williams, founder, of course, of the Williams Formula One team. Uh, back in 77 through to 2020, nine constructors' titles, seven drivers' titles, an icon uh, in Formula One. Yeah, absolutely, Smitty. Just um, what a legacy that man leaves behind. I mean, uh, the building of of a race team uh, back in the day where uh, real real drivers were real men and, um, you know, the, the challenges of putting together a race team uh, back when he did in the 60s, 70s, 80s and becoming so, so significant in the motorsport world, not just Formula One, but just motorsport around the world and and just built just a, a you know an incredible operation and very successful one, um, was the epitome of, of um, epitome of, of race team, you know, team, being able to put teams together and create uh, such amazing success and um, obviously, Frank had uh, that um, a car accident. I think was it nineteen um, nineteen eighty six. I think it was uh, where he was confined to a wheelchair for you know the rest of his life, and um, still managed to continue on and and uh, you know run and control a race team to such amazing success. So yeah, uh, just another another person who's um, had achieved so much and and uh, you know so so easily referenced to to Formula One mainly but um, motorsport in general okay um, yeah well, I want to get on to Formula One a little bit later because uh, there's still plenty um, to play for as they say in 2021 but it is December and uh, unusually it is Bathurst in December as well um, and it's uh, it's getting real close Mate, it is. Uh, they are uh, on air today. I think um, uh, the first day of battle which is unusual, but it's it's a bit of a different situation, as we know. Yes, with um, with uh, this year being in December and uh, the combined um, sort of card this weekend with the TCR Championship and all their. Uh, related support categories also running at Bathurst alongside uh, supercars and 
and their host of support category. So a really um, different sort of layout, but a, a, a big one. You know, they were on track yesterday with support categories getting their first practice sessions in, um, on track today, on air today as well. Um, uh, for anyone that's a motorsport fan, you are not going to be starved of uh, activity at Bathurst uh, this week, it's uh, phenomenal. Obviously, all live on Sky Sport as well. Um, so yeah, she's she's underway. Supercars on track tomorrow for the first time. Um, but it's uh, it's all happening, and I know everyone uh, has been waiting for this one. And it is a bit strange having having this event in December, but it, it certainly gives uh, sports fans um, something to to enjoy and look forward to uh, this coming Sunday. Well, the interesting thing about Bathurst is, though, even though the championship is wrapped up. Uh, pretty early on in the piece, yep. uh, it's it's a standalone, isn't it? It's a standalone. Bathurst is the standalone. Uh, you 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 can say who won the championship this year, point one, and then who won Bathurst, point two. I mean, you know, it has that standalone quality about it. It does this year, absolutely. Um, uh, it's a little surreal, and it sort of did a little bit last year, but this this time round with the way. Uh, COVID has um, you know, conspired, has, has really got that vibe about it. Uh, Shane Bingersberg and taking out the championship uh, just under uh, two weeks ago. Uh, not officially as such, but um, um, he, you know, unassailable points lead and, and uh, he'll be crowned uh, officially this weekend. So, you know, he goes into the weekend with a pretty uh, fresh and clear mind on, on what needs to be done and, and really they'll probably talk a little bit about uh, the rest of the, the placings in the championship but, you know, effectively who uh, who really cares about um, who's the, the first loser and the second loser after after Shane showing such dominance this year? So um, you know the, the, the focus will squarely be on who can take out uh, Bathurst and, and and be a um, you know the Bathurst champion. So it's it's an interesting one. I'm really looking forward to the to the fight because I think it's going to be uh, one hell of a fight this week. Uh, qualifying Friday afternoon is is always a, a uh, such a significant part of the weekend. The shootout on on Saturday afternoon again, just uh, uh, probably maybe my single most enjoyable part of of being involved in a Bathurst is is the Saturday afternoon top ten shootout. Not enjoyable if you're not in the top ten, yeah. and I'm sure we're going to hear mm. uh, quite a few um, sob stories uh, leading in on into Saturday after qualifying on Friday about uh, missing out on the ten, and we'll we'll get the cliches out where. Those that didn't make it will talk about how it's a long race on Sunday and that will annoy the crap out of me, Smithy, because um, that's just, um, <laughs> you know, chat, uh, to put in play. Because you missed out on qualifying, you missed out on the shootout, all of a sudden, um, you know, it's not so important and the race is a long race. So uh, that annoys me because everyone wants to be in the shootout. It's such a big part of, of a, of a Bathurst weekend and um, every time I wasn't in it or wasn't uh, a part of it, I was pretty grumpy on Saturday, missing out on, on, on the shootout. So, yeah, we got we got a lot to look forward to. Well, we are, uh, and here on SENZ Murph, as you are well aware, we are a, a little bit of a betting station as well. And there is a market, <laughs> uh, quite a solid market on Bathurst. Uh, I'll, I'll just run you through it, just in case you weren't uh, familiar. Let's go to the top four contenders to win Bathurst outright. Uh, Van Gisbergen and Tander at $4.20. Win Cup at Lowndes at $4.50. Pascale and uh, Dalberto at $5.50. My Sturt and Holdsworth $7.50. They are the top four uh, contenders as, as combinations to win Bathurst. How do you like that market? Uh, surprised about the money on uh, Van Gisbergen at the moment. Oh, I'd be getting in on that action. That's, um, that is... Uh 
a good number, good money for for what, who I consider to be the favourite, and if um, probably the market's listening, they'll probably just drop those odds all of a sudden now. Um, but I think uh, that's that's pretty good, and and, and I, I claim those probably top four as being there. Um, I didn't hear you say Waters Moffat, did you, Smithy? I don't think you said Waters Moffat no. there in that list before. No, I will now. I will now, though, uh, they're number five, on the, and they're equal. Waters and Moffat are fifth uh, alongside Davidson and Davison. Uh, so the, all those three, Mostert, Holdsworth, Waters, Moffat, Davison, Davison, all at 7.50, and then you've got to go all the way down to 17 bucks for Brown and Perkins. So they're saying really a seven-horse wow. seven field. Yeah. Yeah, uh, uh, listen, I, I'm, um, I would put uh, Waters, Moffat right up there uh, probably is my number two. So um, rush in and get some uh, get some cash on those guys because uh, that is a really strong, very very strong duo. Um, Moffat is great at Bathurst. Um, uh, always got heaps of energy. Um, is, is aggressive as well, uh, and I just like that combination because Waters has been showing great form up at Bathurst in the last twelve months. Um, it was unfortunate not to get a result. In uh, February, when the, when the championship started at Bathurst, was really the only guy that took it to Shane Van Gisbergen early in the season. And I, I expect that he's going to come out firing and, and have something to prove as well. So um, that, uh, that, for me, is probably one that's gone a little bit astray. But um, Shane Van Gisbergen, Garth Tanner, in my book, definitely the favourite. OK. Uh, incidentally, uh, if you want Waters and Moffat uh, to finish in the top three, you could get them at $2.88. There you go, to finish in the top three to, to, uh, as an individual bet or to add to a multi. Uh, Murph, can we uh, just move to Formula One uh, just briefly? Uh, Jeddah, tell us a wee bit about Jeddah and uh, Saudi Arabia. I was reading a little bit about it. Uh, they say it's reputed to be the fastest street circuit on the calendar. Yeah, I, I saw that too, mate. Um, uh, all these new circuits are always really interesting for teams and the way they... Uh, they go about uh, their business because these days the simulation that they have, the information that's provided uh, to the teams, um, the work they do themselves, all the teams would have had people on site there, oh, who knows how long ago, just looking at certain things about the circuit, getting their own measurements and data uh, that they can record to put into the simulations and the simulators that they, that they have back at the, uh, the um, headquarters. And therefore the drivers get to spend a lot of time in their sims learning, understanding, getting an idea of where everything goes around those racetracks. So, um, yeah, the, the, the word is that it's a very fast one. Uh, the passing situation will always be interesting, how well it, it will create racing, uh, which is uh, obviously critical to, for entertainment. Um, but, you know, a new circuit's always exciting. It's a strange one, Saudi Arabia. Uh, it's You know, there's a few issues there around... Um, uh, question marks around uh, obviously human rights and some pieces over there, which Lewis Hamilton mm-hmm. uh, is big on. Um, so you know, taking Formula One to a place like that, you know, there's, there's question marks around it, it being the right thing to do. But um, regardless, we'll um, we'll see them on track uh, oh, by the end of the week, and and it's always interesting to see Formula One cars on a new one. So I I don't know who it's going to suit. I mean, recently the Mercedes has clearly been the dominant dominant car. Lewis Hamilton been quite dominant. Um, will Red Bull be able to come back this weekend? They really do need to, to for Max Verstappen to have a little bit of a breather. If Lewis wins this one and um, Max uh, 
finished the second, man, we're, we're on for a, a, a showdown at Abu Dhabi the following week, which is great for Formula One, um, depending which side of the fence you're on, if you're like Mercedes and Lewis or, or Verstappen and Red Bull. But uh, we, we are, have been treated to a, to a hell of a fight this year, even though it really has just been a two-horse race. It's better than what we've had in the past, where it's just been Lewis Hamilton. Is there animosity between uh, Mercedes and Red Bull uh, as the two standouts? Does, do you see any um, ugliness about that r- rivalry off the track even? Oh, I, don't, I, I actually don't call it ugly at all. I, I don't think it is. I think, I think they, there is, there's mu- without question, there's mutual, mutual respect. There's definitely respect. But they, uh, they're being forced to take it to another level at the moment. It just goes to show that it doesn't matter uh, how big a sport is, how professional it is, what level it's run at. You know, at the end of the day, when you're in the heat of the battle and you're fighting for what they, you know, the, for what they're actually fighting for, um, you know, when the gloves come off, uh, it comes back down to, you know, pretty sort of standardised sort of schoolboy um, on, the, on the school rugby field kind of kind of dealings, you know, they, they, they get a bit rough around the edges, and, and you know what, I, I, I enjoy it, you know, um, professional sport in many respects has become just way too uh, clinical and, and just a little bit too clean and nice for my liking in many respects, I mean, at the end of the day, end of the game, you want to see respect for each other, but during the battle, you know, um, you want to see want to see the gloves off and, and going hard, and I think that's what we've seen this year in Formula 1, and I've enjoyed that immensely. They're already, uh, I see, uh, just harping a little bit back to, to Bathurst uh, and uh, next year, 2022. It's amazing we haven't even had this one. Uh, they're talking about a wild card, triple eight wild card entry for Craig Lowndes all of a sudden. Um, does, that, uh, does that give Greg Murphy any sort of FOMO at all? And what will your levels be like this weekend? I mean, as a, for, a, a fellow Hawks Bay or Havelock North resident, I'm a bit worried about you, mate. Uh, no, I'm good. I'm, I think uh, just the way this year has panned out and, and uh, I'm quite settled about not being over there this weekend. I think um, it's, it's going to be uh, a, a tough one for everyone that's working in the environment and the vision side of things is is, is going to be very full on. I don't think I'm going to be missing uh, not, not being there um, Sort of running around up and down the pit lane doing that job, and, and as far as the wild card driving side of things go, uh, it was going to be so tough this year to, to make that happen. And maybe it will happen next year. Maybe we'll get a shot. And if it means that the, the borders are open and people can travel, I'd much rather be at Bathurst with um, thousands of screaming Kiwis and support from Kiwis uh, than I would be there without them. Um, so this year we'll just, uh, you know. We'll tear it up and, and um, put it down to circumstance and, and hopefully next year it gets a bit more normal and, and we can go back to, to having um, you know uh, a, a more normal kind of situation when it comes to Bathurst, which, which I'd be much more happier being at than what I would be this year. OK, well, race control tomorrow night. Um, if I would imagine there is a bit of a leaning towards Bathurst on it. Tell us a wee bit, a wee bit about what uh, you hope to have on the show. Yeah, we, we'll get uh, Anton Di Pasquale um, will be on, on the show. Um, that is uh, uh, some insights from him from earlier in the week. And tomorrow is going to be very busy for all those guys. They'll actually be uh, in their final practice session uh, on Thursday afternoon while we when we go to air. So 
bit difficult to grab uh, some of these guys. Uh, Shane Van Gisbergen, we have got a bit of an update from him. Uh, we've actually managed to get Remy Gardner, the, the brand new Moto2 world champion and, and son of uh, ex-1987 world champion Wayne Gardner. He's going to be on the show tomorrow night mm. uh, and, a, and a couple of others as well. So um, we're still working on trying to get uh, a couple of other people on uh, from Bathurst that uh, might be able to have a chance to it. So no, good show tomorrow night and that it will be focused on around uh, obviously the 1000, the Ripco Bathurst 1000 this weekend. Look forward to it, Murph, and uh, I hope you uh, can sit back and enjoy, uh, like the rest of us, the spectacle that is the great race this weekend. So uh, race control first and then racing over the weekend. Can't wait. Thank you, sir. Thank you, Smithy. And uh, well, mate, if, you, if, you, if you're at a loose end on Sunday afternoon, mate, come on round and um, I'll, I'll shout you one. Well, man, that is an invitation. Uh, don't be surprised, Greg. Don't be surprised. Thank you very much for that. Um, okay. Ha <laughs> ha.